Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee with your daily devotional. Man, I'm just delighted again to reach back into the Valley of Vision, this collection of prayers of the Puritans, including Thomas Shepard, Thomas Watson, Richard Baxter, John Bunyan, Isaac Watts, Philip Doddridge, on and on the list goes all the way up to uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon in the 19th century, but they, they reach all the way back into the 16th century. These prayers, so passionate, so um, uh, deeply intimate with God. And every time I read one of them, if I stop and linger on it long enough, if I if I can just shut out the noise, both external and internal noise, um, and, and come before the Lord uh, using these beautifully... Uh, written prayers and expressive prayers, I find my own uh, relationship with God is greatly enhanced and my own intimacy with God is increased. So this one is called God, the Source of All Good. Once again, reading from the Valley of Vision, if you uh, have a copy of it and you would like to look that up and, and read that later. Oh, Lord God, who inhabitest eternity, the heavens declare thy glory, the earth thy riches, the universe is thy temple, thy presence fills immensity. Yet thou hast of thy pleasure created life and communicated happiness. Thou hast made me what I am and given me what I have. In thee I live and move and have my being. Thy providence has set the bounds of my habitation and wisely administers all my affairs. I'm going to stop there. That's the end of a sentence right there. And uh, these guys could go. They could make a sentence run, uh, just like the Apostle Paul, who was so gifted at that as well. But there's so much here. Uh, and when I stop and 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 talk about this, uh, just even in the context of of praying it while I'm reading it, and perhaps you're praying it along with me. I hope that you are. Um, o Lord, who inhabitest eternity, once again just reminds us, uh, our Father who art in heaven, or as we as we begin that very familiar prayer, the Lord's Prayer, we understand that He is um, beyond the temporal, that He's uh, able to enter the temporal. He's able to en enter this present world as He did in the person and work of Jesus, uh, but he is far, far above and beyond anything we can think or imagine. The heavens declare thy glory, uh, and they do. Without even uttering a word, you just look up and you are in awe um, at what you see. I love the night sky. I'm a, a nut for trying to figure out which star I'm looking at. You know, I've got that phone app that you hold up there and trying, is that Arcturus? Is that, you know, which which star is that? And, and always trying to identify those. Uh, but God made all of those and balances them, holds them in balance uh, moment by moment. He created them in the first place, which you think about the infinitude of God and the creativity of God and his love for beauty and order. That's the God that we're believing in. That's the God we're hoping in. That's the God who set his love on you. Um, it's as if the love that God has for you were as 
huge and forceful as Niagara Falls coming down onto one single tiny little flower or one tiny little blade of grass. I mean, that's how much God's love is toward his people, toward you, toward me. It's really amazing. The earth is his, the, the earth, thy riches, and I love the thighs. I'm, I'm enjoying reading this because it sounds different than I'm used to thinking, and so it stirs me a little. The heavens declare thy glory, the earth thy riches, the universe is thy temple, the pre- thy presence fills immensity. Um, in other words, as far as I can imagine that space-time continuum to exist, God fills that and actually overflows it. Uh, yet thou hast of thy pleasure created life and communicated happiness. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful that our God has done that? That he even created happiness for us to experience that's it and joy that's just amazing to me thou hast made me what i am and given me what i have and you know the people who know that the most and really understand that the most i think of the people who are become the most contented in life the most grateful in life um even to know that i don't belong to myself i actually belong to him uh there's a peace that comes over us uh, when we come to realize that Uh, you've made me what I am and given me what I have in thee I live and move and have my being thy providence has set the bounds of my habitation and wisely administers all my every little detail of my life you know New Testament tells us even the hairs on our head are numbered and that's just you know you might think that that's impossible but it's not to an infinite God. It's not to the God who owns every atom and molecule of the universe and hasn't misplaced one of them. That's, that's just profound. And when you consider how great this God is of the Bible and that he has set his love on you and set his love on, on me, this is just mind-blowing, eye-popping, heart-thumping. Uh, it, it, it changes the way you look at everything, doesn't it? Well, let me let me go on. Let's let's read and pray uh, from there. I thank thee for thy riches to me in Jesus, for the unclouded revelation of him in thy word, where I behold his person, character, grace, glory, humiliation, sufferings, death, and resurrection. Give me to feel a need of his continual saviorhood. And cry with Job, I am vile. With Peter, I perish. With the publican, be merciful to me, a sinner. Subdue in me the love of sin. Let me know the need of renovation as well as of forgiveness. In order to serve and enjoy thee, forever. And that's another, there's another period right after that. And that's just another beautiful sentence that we've read now and prayed. And I just want to unpack a little bit of it. I thank you for the riches to me in Jesus. Do you realize what we have in Jesus, folks? Do you realize that that God himself has come for you and come for me in the person of Jesus for the unclouded revelation of him in thy word? That is, we have in the scriptures this unclouded revelation of Jesus um, from beginning to end, 
from Genesis to Revelation, everything in between, everything points us to our Redeemer, our Savior, Jesus, the Son of God who came for us because he loved us so much. Where I behold his person, character, grace, glory, humiliation, sufferings, death, and resurrection, which tells us not only about, the scriptures tell us not only about his character, uh, but about his motivations, about the, the kindness of his heart, the generosity of his heart, um, um, the, the lengths to which he would go, his humiliation and his sufferings and his death, the lengths to which he would go because he loved you and because he loved me, sinners though we are. This is, again, just mind-blowing. And so the Puritan that's that's writing this and praying this leads us in a prayer where we cry out to God and say, give me to feel a need of his continual saviorhood. And I pray that for you and for me today that we understand we need him as our savior today, this moment, in the next five minutes, the next 10 minutes, the next hour, the next day. Jesus as Savior. We will continue to need him. We didn't just need him when we got saved. We need him now to be saving us all along the way. And that uh, the Puritan cries out, give me to feel a need to cry out with Job. I'm vile with Peter. I perish with the publican. Be merciful to me, a sinner. Those 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 cries of, of uh, contrition, repentance, remorse for our sin, so real, so honest, so passionate, so um, uh, so open to the Lord, not trying to hide anything from God. He already knows us fully, and yet he loves us completely. That's mind-blowing. Again, subduing me the love of sin, the, the Puritan prays and, and leads us in that prayer. It is, you know, is that, is that on my heart? Subdue in me the love of sin, because my affections continue to be the problem sometimes. They get misdirected. My affections get misdirected. And he helps. The Holy Spirit comes and redirects my affections, doesn't he? Give me to know the need of renovation as well as of forgiveness. I think that's something when we think about it together. Do we need a renovation of the heart? You bet we do. By the way, I love that book by Dallas Willard with that title, Renovation of the Heart. It's a great book if you haven't read it. Let me know the need of renovation as well as of forgiveness in order to serve and enjoy thee forever. That's so beautiful. Well, the closing section is, I come to thee in the all-prevailing name of Jesus with nothing of my own to plead, no works, no worthiness, no promises. I am often straying, often knowingly opposing thy authority, often abusing my goodness, or excuse me, abusing thy goodness. Much of my guilt arises from my religious privileges, my low estimation of them, my failure to use them to my advantage. That's so often true with me. Look at the privileges that we have. I've got a bookshelf full of resources back there that would help form and shape me and lead me to trust God and to love God and to surrender to God more and more and more. And yet I don't spend enough time in the word. I don't spend enough time in prayer. Um, um, and the Puritan here recognizes that uh, in themselves and they're crying out to God 
in in a confessional way and at the same time um, wanting, longing for closeness with God. I'm often straying, often knowingly opposing thy authority, often abusing thy goodness. Much of my guilt arises from my religious privileges, my low estimation of them, my failure to use them to my advantage, but I am not careless of thy favor or regardless of thy glory. Impress me deeply with a sense of thine omnipresence that thou art about my path, that you're all over my path, Lord. Yes, that's great. Lord, that thou art about my path, my ways, my lying down, my end, period. That's it. That's the end of this prayer. So such an amazing prayer. The, The God who is the source of all good, and it's from the Valley of vision. I hope you have a copy of this. If you don't, be worth your getting from Banner of Truth, published back in 1975. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that uh, you will walk with God, that you'll realize he is already all about you, all about your path, every way, on every side. Uh, He is watching over. He loves you like Niagara Falls falling down all over you. That's how much he loves you. May the Lord be with us uh, today. Uh, May the Lord's face shine upon us and give us peace. Amen and amen. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagey.